Well, welcome back. What's up, everybody? I missed you guys. I bet they're wondering where we've been. Absolutely. It's been like five million years since I last had breakfast with y'all. For sure. It's been a minute, and I know you all were concerned, but we're back. Yes. We are alive, we are blessed, and we are back. Ready to roll. For sure. It's been a very crazy two months. Hey, I'm Katie. And I'm Chelsea. And we're here to create a community of people to talk about life. And books. And business. And adventure. And so much more. Join Join us us for for Family family Breakfast. So we wanted to kind of recap, uh, like, our day, like our, what would normally be our think week to set goals. How dare you say that? Well, I mean, that's what it normally would be. Yeah, and it's, normally. It's like the Super Bowl. It's like game day. Like, we're ready for this day. Right. And, yes, it's going to be the cliche. Like, things look differently this year. But, it's a matter of perspective. Definitely. Like, you could say, oh... We couldn't travel, couldn't go on a think week, we couldn't do this, we couldn't do that, we couldn't blah, 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 blah. But what about if you, like you said, you had to sit in it, like you had to sit with your reality and actually assess what's going on right now and then go with it. Yeah, honestly, for all of you who thought that Midnight was going to strike and everything was going to go away. We're still here. So, really nothing has has changed. Right. But honestly, this is going to sound weird, but in some, day, some ways, 2020 was a great year for me, and then 2020 was an awful year for me. But there is both. Like, it wasn't just one. You know? Yeah, like, there... Well, I feel like it's almost like time versus money. It's like, you have you take one, some things, but you have to sacrifice other things. Yeah. And it's, it's hard sometimes. But I think in the long run, it's good. Like, it's growth. Like, you're going to value things a lot differently when things, quote-unquote, go back to normal. Mm -hmm. I also feel like it's going to be like a hybrid normal. Like, there's some things that we want to keep and some things we want to bring back. Like bowling. Bowling? (laughs) Like, Like, everybody thinks, you know, that the world's not safe now, but has anybody actually ever thought about bowling? Like, when you go bowling, uh-huh. pre-COVID, you just got all those balls there, and you're worried, everybody's all worried about the shoes, but then you stick your hand in those. Oh, that's true. Yeah. I never even thought about that. What kind of germs are in there? Like, has anybody ever taken a swab and put it under a microscope? Right. 
not even just the holes, but like when it comes back through the feet, the gutter thing. Like yeah, that's all what I'm saying. Are... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So, huh. you know, they spray the shoes with Lysol and call it clean, but but what about the balls themselves? I I don't see anybody going through and cleaning them. Yeah. So interesting. I'm not worried about COVID. I'm worried about bowling balls. <laughs> I might never bowl again, unless I have my own stuff. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and like I think some things like convenience. Me as a entrepreneur, I'm like, uh, convenience is like, the new dot com. Uh-huh. Like, I think we're definitely gonna try. Um, people are gonna want to keep that. Yep. Like, that's gonna be the new thing. Like, if you can stay one step ahead. Yeah. And, and find the convenience right. in things. Like, for example, like your business, you found a convenience with mobile orthopedics. Yep. And people love that because most people who are busy and don't have the time to be able to go to therapy, you come to them. Right. Expedites things. I honestly think that if people, especially entrepreneurs, are sitting back and waiting for things to just go back to normal, they're not going to make it out of this alive. Like, right. if you haven't pivoted something already, and I know a lot of businesses who haven't, they're just still trying to push forward with with the same. With their original plan. Yeah, and you can't. You can't. You can't. Like, you got to be thinking 20 years ahead of now right and i think that brings us to like what we are gonna like our main topic is like the goal setting not resolutions no no those are easy i i associate resolutions with like i'm gonna lose weight this year right no these are like tactical calculated goals and that involves reviewing the previous year like reviewing 2020 to know what worked what didn't and how to move forward in 2021 right like you have to do a post-mortem exactly and i um one of my good friends um erica young says you have to have a reality check yep like the review is sometimes a reality check. Like, you think you're all fine and dandy, but if you look back and you actually calculate how many days did you actually work and how many days did you not work on your business. Oh, gosh. Or on your goal. So, we may reference business a lot because that's what we're in, but if you don't have a business, apply it to your life or to your goals. Right, and we also don't just make business calls. No, no. Like, I have personal, professional, financial, entrepreneurial, spiritual, spiritual, all the different facets of life that I make goals for, and so you have to kind of do a review and post-mortem of every different one to see, like, how you measured up in all those different facets. I.e., for example, why I said that 2020 was both awesome and terrible in my professional life 
I opened a business. And that is not something I really thought I was going to do this year at the beginning of the year. Um, But the circumstances of making me sit still where I was at. And I have a tendency to maybe have a little fear of success and failure probably. So um, I could always find a reason of why not to do it. But then... In 2020, everything came to a screeching halt, and you're forced to just sit in it and wade through it. And so I ended up opening a business, which was great. Because I'm not sure that without being, you know, in a full national quarantine, I would have opened this year or even, I mean, last year or even this year. Um, So I'm grateful to 2020 for that. Thank you, 2020. Has anybody said thank you to 2020? No, everyone said fuck, fuck you 2020. 2020. I, know, <laughs> I know, but I just thought about that. Has anybody, like, when you're looking back on the year... Look at how much you've grown. I think if you really force yourself to look at it, if nothing else, we were taught a lot of different lessons. For me why I didn't love 2020 is because I haven't seen my family in over a year. And I could choose to be really upset or angry about that, but it also showed me how grateful I need to be for being able to fly back and forth or just call up my parents and say, you know, let's fly to wherever and meet. So 2019, every two or three months, I would see them in some capacity, even though I live in Texas and they live in New York. So um, gratitude for that ability is never been so prominent as it was last year. And Gratitude for my nieces and nephews and my new little nephew who I haven't gotten to meet yet. Most people are like, well, Katie, just jump on a plane and go see him. Flights are cheap right now. But the reality is, is that your family has health conditions and you put them at risk. All right. So it's the question is, is do you fulfill your desire short term? Right. Or long term. And I think that's the problem that people generally, a lot of people aren't strong enough to just be still. Yep. Sustain inconvenience and hardship now for the greater benefit later. Right. But, you know, we're trying to figure out how to make all of that work like for example I am going to start being a pen pal to my oldest nephew and we're like we're gonna bring back letter writing and we're gonna bring back snail mail because he's six and he's learning to write and and hone in on those skills and He's a left-hander, so... Woo-woo! Left-handers! <laughs> so it's it's a challenge for him, so he doesn't want to just sit and 
write on virtual schoolwork, so I'm going to send him mail, you know, and Zoom calls and FaceTime dance parties and things like that. So you can either choose to be angry or choose to be grateful. It's your choice. It's not decided for you. Right. And I think that you have to do a lot of thinking and journaling and all of those things to break through. Because what I've learned is um, anger is a secondary emotion. So if you're angry, stop and ask yourself, why am I angry? What, what is it? Yeah, and we talk about this a lot in the Fear Has a Seat at This Table episode, so... Absolutely, go re-listen to it. Yeah, you have to re-listen to it. I listen to it sometimes, because I need a reminder. Yep. Um, But I'm proud of you for being grateful and, like, looking at it in that perspective. Especially with what what all had went down the whole last couple of months. Yeah. So, you know, just patience. Right. But then for planning for this year, you know, what does that look like? Well, I can say, yes, I'm going to travel like crazy. But the, the honest truth is that we don't know. And I think that's the hardest thing is there's no end in sight. Right. Like, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. Right. Because normally when I set my goals, I'm like, okay. Um, because usually my reward is to travel. Like, if I reach this goal by this date, I get to fill in the blank yeah. and go to Montana, go to yeah. Tennessee, go to New York. Like, wherever I want to go. Right. Because... I have an obsession with cabins. I love cabins. I love the mountain. I follow a million of them on Instagram. So if you have a cabin account, please follow us so I can follow you back because I love, I just love it. It just, it's so cozy. It's, it's where I find peace. Yep. And so not being able to mark a date for sure on the calendar is really tough so I had to find something greater than that to keep me motivated to keep my goal setting right like I can't base it off of on travel trust me I've just considered of moving to the mountains and (laughs) being done with it but I'm I don't I don't think that that's it I think that I have to just search deeper within myself and find my bigger why and this year, for our goal setting, like I said, it was supposed to be a week. We decided to do a day. And it was actually a total bust. Yeah, it was. Like, it was It was so much so, like, you're trying to take a, you know, those little baby toys that have, like, the shapes? You're trying to take Ugh. the circle and shove it into the square. And you're like, why does this not freaking fit? Like, yep. I'm going to make you fit, damn it. Yep. I said... And- it just did not not happen. No, we had a plan for New Year's Day that that's what we were going to do all day. I took off of work, and then me and my naive little self, I just was like, okay, in the morning, just going to do the end-of-year financials for my business, make sure all the books look good, and then we will close the books out on 2020. 
in an hour, and then I have the rest of the day to just, like, put up the biggest whiteboard I own or multiple and just, you know, shoot out different words, ideas, whatever. Well, there were some difficulties in the the software and the programming and user errors, so... My one-hour meeting took five hours. Shout out five to, hours? Yeah. Shout out to MK Financial for your patience. If you need the most patient and kind-hearted financial advisor ever, go look up MK Financial. Yeah, she's really awesome. We should have her on the podcast. Oh my gosh, I was about to say that. But anyways, going back to what we were saying about the day was a total bust. Yep. So Katie's meeting went to five. I went to five hour meeting. Yep. And then I had extreme mental fatigue. Absolutely. <laughs> Your brain power is like a coffee pot. It's not endless. Yeah. Yeah. And you can't just brew another batch of energy. Totally. I mean, I guess you could. It just takes time. Right. Um, but anyways. My day was like, okay, well, you're in your financial meeting for an hour. I had um, clients who were onboarding for new big projects. Yep. Um, oh, side note. I left my nonprofit. Um, so, side note. I left my nonprofit. <laughs> <laughs> um, that would be have to be another podcast episode to explain all the details. But long story short... Um, Quarantine allowed me to sit and to think about all I had going on. Plus, it allowed me to make contact with new connections. And I actually got new clients. So, rolling into 2020, I... Rolling into 2021, I was... Getting so busy that I decided to leave my nonprofit and transition to my business full time. Congratulations! Thank you. So, um, that's happening. But with that being said, now I have to like go all in and figure this shit out. Yep. So what I was doing is I was like, okay, well you're in your hour meeting. I'm just gonna figure out my process. Like, let's. I'm all about efficiency. I'm all about figuring out what's the best and easiest way for me and my clients. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I'm going to tackle this new platform, get organized, and just start 2021 off in the right foot. And like you, it turned into a lot bigger process than what it was. Yeah, and I think we realized like, Just because the calendar flips to 21 doesn't mean that you have to all of a sudden like start from a clean slate and make all these new goals. What we kind of figured out that weekend was um, to look at what we are currently doing in terms of process and systems and try to maximize our current flow so that we're not just trying to add other things and you know it's like um having a hole in the bottom of your boat right right like you can try to shovel out the water with a bucket but if you have a hole in your boat 
it won't matter. So we kind of took that weekend more so to look at the current process and try to, like I'm trying to improve what my workflow looks like to make it as efficient as possible so that my hours in the day are maximized instead of, you know, giving undue energy to things that don't really don't really matter. Right. They're not going to provide me value in the future. Right. And the way I see it is like having a strong foundation. Yep. Like you can't build a house on a faulty foundation. Right. So, yeah, I made my business with some duct tape and bubble gum. Mm-hmm. But that's not going to last forever. If I want to scale it, if you want to scale your business or you want to scale your goals or your, like, whatever you're trying to work towards, you can't just keep going the way you are going. And I also think... Th- that this is not something like a review of your systems is not something that just happens once. No. Like if you're growing and making progress, that should be something what was efficient for you isn't maybe isn't more any more efficient. Isn't efficient anymore. Right. So it's not it's kind of brought to light the fact that if you're growing and trying to improve, this is something that's going to be a part of, you know, a part of my normal, like, year to right. review and take a look at because you'd be surprised how much energy or resources you waste by trying to do something that no longer fits where you're at in your model. And I think that brings you around to time versus money. Like, as you scale bigger and bigger, is it worth my time doing X Mm -hmm. than me paying? Like, I'm definitely not to the point of outsourcing, but maybe outsourcing things eventually. Like, those are the things that you have to come back around to. Yeah. So, all of that being said, I still haven't really goal planned for this year. Personally or financially or professionally or... Kind of all of the above. I have little little ideas, you know, but I haven't really sat down and, like, done it. But are you still working towards certain goals? Yeah, I mean, yes. You have, like, bigger goals or... Right. Like, my next biggest step is to buy a building. And I'm not sure that that's a 2021 goal. I would like it to be a tomorrow goal. <laughs> but um, but trying to figure out what that needs to look like right. is, uh, is my next big goal. I just haven't done any planning on how to get there. So, right. What about you? Yes, I do have goals. But the goals that I currently have don't have an end in sight. Yeah. Like, it's an ongoing goal that doesn't really have a definite, I've achieved it kind of goal. Like what? Um, well, for example, like having, building my clientele. Like, yes, I have a goal, but also I'm not, 
I'm currently not seeking monthly clients right now. I'm seeking projects. Like, yep. So those projects come and go. And so I'm trying to build that. Also, I'm uh, building my community. So I have a really big launch that's going to be coming up soon. Um, because I've heard all my entrepreneurs who are saying, like, I need content. I need this. I need that. So I've been listening to them, taking note of it. And so now I'm creating something for them. Right. To, um, so it is a big goal of mine to launch it, but I haven't really sat down to look at the numbers as far as the dates and, like, those kind of things. So I do need a sound and, and goal plan. Which leads me, did you pick your word for the year? I'm still kind of struggling with my word for the year. I keep flopping back and forth, but... Pause. Do y'all know about the word of the year? They may not know. Can you explain it real quick? Like, what? what is the word? Like, why do you even pick a word? Um, it's basically to set the tone for what the year, what you want your year to look like. So last year, um, this came from Rachel Hollis and the RISE conference. So last year we went to the RISE conference in January in Fort Myers and, you know, we had to pick a word. And so the my word for last year was active and active in every different facet of my life um how do you feel that you did with that considering that you had to go into quarantine I mean lockdown um I think professionally I did great Mm -hmm. everything else not as good as I would have hoped gotcha what was yours for last year mine was growth and oh boy did I grow like a beanstalk Mm mm-hmm I think I set this big, audacious growth, like, oh yeah, I'm going to rock this year, and blah, blah, blah. But little did my naive self know that growth, like what comes with growth, is pain. Mm-hmm. Like, you have to have pain in order to grow. It just goes to prove that what every time we hear, like, you have to get uncomfortable... Absolutely. Be comfortable with being uncomfortable because and that's, that's so how you know hard. you're growing. Yeah. And I think I've I lived up to it professionally, like you said. Personally, not as much, but like physic okay, let me explain this. Physically I did not grow as much as I would have liked. Mentally, I've grown tremendously. Right. Like my mental health is probably the best that it's been in a while Mm -hmm. and it's just even like I'm realizing it more and more and so then it's starting to like get traction both professionally my mental health like I think I'm at the point in my life right now where I'm not just surviving anymore I'm working on thriving now like before I was just trying to create that foundation and now this year I think is the year that I'm going to be able to grow and not grow, but build on things. So, that's what I feel that I did last year. Mm-hmm. So, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. I just didn't know if they knew what the words right. are. 
So what's your word for this year? Well, as I mentioned, I've been struggling with a word for this year because nothing really seemed to fit. So I don't know that I have a particular word, but my mantra for this year is slow and savage. Ooh, I guess it doesn't have to be a word. It can be a phrase. Yeah. So to me, slow and savage is something that came to my head. I don't even know how long ago. And then this creative designer that I know turned it into a badass logo thing. And now (laughs) it's in my room and I love it. But my next goals are big ones. And with the bigger the goal, the bigger the risk, of course. So I do believe that you can't just shoot into the wind and see what happens. A lot of times people do, and that's totally fine. But I want to take calculated risks. Right. So um, I'm going to not go slow where I don't make moves, but the moves that I will make will be extremely strategic and savage like when I decide to make a move it will be a big strategic one not just every single possible move I can make so um I'm a big chess fan not because of the queen's gambit like all of you think although here that's that was definitely the thing at the end of last year but in chess when I first started playing chess I just played it like checkers where I took out every piece I possibly could and then you just end up with one piece at the end and it's no fun. So trying to slow down, strategize, and when you make a move, you're already thinking three steps ahead. It's a big aggressive move. You could either play offense or defense. This year I for sure want to play offense because I have a tendency to just revert back to being like, okay, it's good, we're here, and we'll just stay here. Like, this is where I'm at, I'm I'm happy, but this is not my end goal. So in order to keep myself moving forward and get out of my own way, I need to just take big, savage-like moves. But slowly. Slowly and calculated, yep. So, like, this past year, you made, like, a lot of moves. But this year, you're going to sit, let things kind of develop, and then make that big move. Uh-huh. Yeah. Cool. I'm excited to see what happens. What about you? So, since our day was a bust, I was like, I I can just wait, and I'll come up with a word. And then I was like, okay, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to plan, I'm going to do this. And then something would happen, and there was something that I that needed my attention, like, right away. Like, I needed to finish a project. And I just kept saying, like, shit, I feel like I'm just knee-deep in it. Like, I'm just in it. And I just kept saying it, and I was like, maybe that's my word. Maybe I'm just knees-deep in this shit. Like, just... And as... When I say shit, I don't mean, like, it's crappy stuff. I love my job. I love what I'm doing. So I actually journaled about it and I was like kind of playing around with it. And I was like, well, maybe it's like something big and audacious like word. But I kept coming back to knee deep. 
And I was like, maybe that's what it is. It, I think it is. I know it is. Because I'm either, if you're knee deep in quicksand, if you stay still, it'll swallow you. It'll consume you. It'll take you down and that's all. Yep. But if you keep going, even if you're knee deep, if you have the momentum, like it's the hardest thing to start moving forward. But if you keep moving forward, it's easier than if you were to stop and try to go again. And so that's my my mantra or my word for the year is I'm knee deep. Just keep going. Yep. Like you literally cannot stop. I like it. So it's a weird word to me, like or a weird phrase for me to pick for the year. Yeah. But I think it truly reflects the year that I'm going to have is that I'm knee deep. It's only going to get deeper. Yep. Maybe I'm going to be waist deep by the end of the year. But who's to say that that's not a bad thing? Because when you're swimming, you're fully engulfed. Mm-hmm. And you're having fun. You're enjoying it. True. But you're moving. You have to keep moving. Right. So. I like it. Way. Absolutely correct. My question for you. Not you, Katie. But you, you know, the one who has me in their ear or out loud on their speaker. What's your word for the year? Have you even thought about it? Like, do you look at us and be like, wow, you made word to the year. Great, fine and dandy. Let me move on to the next episode. I challenge you to take a second and to think about your word. What defines you and your goals? Totally, and... I think that if you want to go to um, 748 Smith Drive in Montana and you get in your car here in Texas but don't set a map, how are you ever going to know how to get there? Like Your word for the year has to be your destination so you know what you're shooting for. And what path to take. Because if you don't set something, you'll you'll never get to where you're trying to go. And that doesn't necessarily have to just be in business. Like Chelsea said, we talk about that a lot because that's what's currently going on in, in our lives. But um, it can be for anything. It can be any one of those facets of life. So... Pick a word and let that guide you throughout the year. And it just brings perspective. Like yeah. it makes you be intentional. So pick your words and then go comment on this episode. Absolutely. And let us know what it is. Also, we'll have a poll coming out soon. We're thinking about having a Zoom call. Let us know what you think. Um, So keep a lookout for the poll. We'd be interested to see what you would want to talk about and if you would want to join us for family breakfast. See you guys next week. Bye.